Dear friend, let's discover more of who we are together. Love, Haley and Amanda. Hello and welcome back, dear friends. Hey, dear friends, we miss you. We took last week off. We did, and this week we're actually going to replay one of our most listened to episodes, and it is our Enneagram episode. I know. I love. I love it too. I don't know if it's bad or not or egomaniac, but this is one of the episodes I go back and listen to because it's so sweet and funny to me. You listen to your own podcast? Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I agree. I think think why it's such a great episode is because it's a good intro into us as individuals because we go into our personal Enneagrams and then also us in our friendship like how our types collide so I think you guys are going to really like it we have a lot of new listeners recently and so we think this is a good reintroduction to us especially since we are about to come out with season season five five. and I got feeling alive I am like the most excited about this season five because of our guests that we have lined up I know I'm excited too you know it is a little more vulnerable. We're getting a little more vulnerable this season, but I think that's good because we are trying to stay true to our mission of becoming more of who we are. And the truth is that to do that, you have to be vulnerable. Yeah. And you got to do some work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely have some nervousness around the topics that we're hitting, but I think the thing that gets me through it is knowing that I think it's going to be really helpful for people. And the poem that we'd been reading by Young Pueblo is it talks about that uh, conversation with a good friend. It's something that can just re-energize you and keep you focused and send you out into the world with your mission. And the truth is that we all deal with different stuff. But these guests that we're bringing on are experts. Yeah. And and they're also our friends, kind of some of them. Mm -hmm. And. We all need help and we all should lean on each other and our different expertise. And I'm excited to explore this stuff. Guys, I think you're going to love season five. So it's going to be kicking off next week with actually a really fun episode that we're really excited (laughs) about. Uh, But you guys enjoy the Enneagram episode. Make sure to DM us, message us do whatever on our social media to let us know what you think about it and if you think we truly fit our Enneagram types because I think it nailed us. I do too. All right, enjoy the episode. Amanda drank coffee, y'all. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United Mates in America and rarely in public is where we stand one friendship under God, indivisible, with Purdy, and just us for all. And today, <laughs> and today, Haley, we are just us for all. We really are. You know, we used to um, say just us for us. I thought you were about to say we used to have guests. <laughs> that too. <laughs> we used to say, sorry, just us for us. Yeah, anytime we were doing anything. Yeah, because we thought that was funny. And now it's hard to say just us for all, and we mess up all the time, and we have to delete it. Can I just tell everybody a really, this is reminding me of a really this funny is live story. <laughs> this is, okay, listen, Haley and I, we had a situation happen, and then it has happened in different capacities over the years. <laughs> 
I'm so worried. Again and again. So several years ago, we heard about this new bar in Dallas called the Library Bar. Oh, my god! And it was in the lobby of this super nice hotel. And and we were we were told it was so cute in there and whatever. So we go. We sit Mind down. Mind you, we, we knew <laughs> it was nice, but we just thought we could go how we looked. Because it's a bar. We just thought. Yeah. So we looked pretty grubby. I think I actually had paint on my clothes. Yeah, I think you were wearing paint clothes. But we didn't care. No. And so we go in, we sit down, and this waitress, we're like at a little booth table. This cocktail waitress, she comes over. Well, also, it turns out the the bar was really nice and swanky, and there like was a piano yes. <laughs> player in the corner. Like it was we were in a so lounge. Nice. It was a piano lounge, and so we she brings us the menu, and we I look on there, and I'm like, oh, they have a Brandy Alexander. I've never had one. I'd love to try a Brandy and Alexander. We're thinking this will make us seem as fancy as this place. <laughs> and the girl, she was treating us like we were scrubs because we were scrubs. A scrub is a guy who thinks he's fly. Yeah, but we were girls. But we thought we were fly. That's true. And so we order a Brandy Alexander, and she brings out pretty much the equivalent of a milkshake <laughs> in a glass pint glass. A pint glass with whipped cream and a cherry on top. And two straws. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're sitting there and we I've never ordered a Brandy Alexander, but I'm pretty sure that's not what it's supposed to be. I have had a Brandy Alexander and it looked way more swanky than what we got. Okay, so we're sitting there in this booth drinking this drink out and, of our straws. And we, we said we are the only ones here at the library bar who are at, at Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen. <laughs> And so all these, all the time we find ourselves in these situations oh that we don't fit in and we look at each other and say, we're the only ones here at Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. What well, makes perfect sense. for the And also, it, we weren't like really upset. Oh Being no. at Dairy Queen doesn't necessarily it's mean. It's not bad. They've yeah, got dip like, cones. It's like... you. <laughs> Usually when we're at Dairy Queen, metaphorically, it's like, man, we're having a good time and no one else is interacting with us. Uh-oh. We're at DQ. That's what we like about Texas. Texas. <laughs> I could go for a blizzard. Well, and actually, this t- <laughs> this is a great transition into what our episode is about. <laughs> it's about our Enneagram types. <laughs> And how they are together. And we're DQ. (laughs) DQ? That's what I like about Texas. Oh, I thought you were going to say. It's like when you you find your score on your Enneagram, it's like not finding out your your IQ. (laughs) It's your DQ. But what does the D stand for? Uh Uh-oh. I'm scared. Anyways. Dairy. (laughs) Your dairy intellect? Okay. Um... (laughs) <laughs> so we're going to share individually what our Enneagram types are. And we decided to do this because Amanda was reading it. And it turns out we are we're great together. So we're going to get into our separate Enneagram types and then talk about um, our compatibility, the, okay. the, our two types compatibility. And so... I don't have I don't know if 
I feel like Enneagram's really popular. It is. I think it's it's becoming more and more well-known and people are into it and finding out that it is actually really helpful. Yeah, and I remember the first time I took the test, when I took it and I read my type, I was like, okay. <laughs> How? <laughs> Just am remembering another story. Of I know what you were about to say about the guy yes. on New Year's Eve. Yes, <laughs> because before Enneagrams were popular... What is it? Myers the Myers-Briggs. Briggs. Yeah, and Amanda got all into it, as I like she does. I, I do. Maybe that's going to be in your Enneagram reading. It really could be. And um, we're out at at this it was, bar. It was New Year's Eve, yeah. and we went to the Double Wide, this bar. And I bar didn't have a date. In Deep Ellum. <laughs> and, yeah, Haley didn't have a date. So and Amanda thought she would just go through no, no, the no. crowd. No, listen, you're missing the most important part. Oh. I knew my Enneagram, Enneagram, <laughs> I knew my Myers-Briggs, and I knew yours. And I said, your perfect match would be someone who has my personality type <laughs> because we get along so well. And we're, like, dancing out in, the, out in this open area and... This guy, he starts dancing with us, and we're talking to him, and then you kind of leave for a minute, and I was like, have you ever taken the Myers-Briggs? <laughs> and he was what like, a, yes. What a dork. Oh, he was Dan- so into no, it. No, you. I know. He was into <laughs> it. And he was like, I have taken the Myers-Briggs. And I was like, "What are? what's your personality type? And it was mine. And so then, and Amanda I was swoops like, through, breaks open the crowd like it, she's Moses. <laughs> And I put Haley and him together, and it turns out he was some deadbeat dad. (laughs) And uh, now I'm a deadbeat mom. (laughs) I'm kidding. It didn't work out, but it's okay. It was a fun night. It was okay. Um, So anyways, we're going to start. Whose personality do you want to start with, yours or mine? I'm going to read it off of the Enneagram Institute website. Hmm. Well, let's just, let's go with you. Okay. So I am, this is Amanda, by the way. I feel like, I feel like our voices are pretty different, but maybe they're hard to differentiate. I know when we sing, it's hard to tell us apart, but because our harmonies are so tight. That was off. (laughs) It's not even a harmony. I didn't know what you were going to (laughs) do. And I always do. So I, this is Amanda. Stop trying to <laughs> harmonize with my speaking. Uh, I am Enneagram type three. Surprise. The three is the achiever. Surprise. Haley, when I read some of these things, you know me better than anybody. So you can really say if you think these things are true. And and then if things start getting hurtful, well, I'm going to just swallow my pride we're and cry about to. it later. Because you know what? There's a flip side to every coin. What? There's <laughs> going to be good stuff and stuff yes, we don't want to hear It's about a double-edged ourselves. sword. Yeah. Our personalities. Why do you think your metaphor is better than mine, Achiever? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like the quick, the quick little... Um, summary of this type the achiever says the success oriented Hmm. do you agree yes the pragmatic type adaptable Hmm. excelling driven you're not very good at excel yeah excel spreadsheets Mm -hmm. really really you're good at shut down my mind ask maris (laughs) 
<laughs> the last thing it says is image conscious. Uh oh. I am a little I bit. I love you like are. makeup and hair and looking cute and buying clothes and. But you know what? That's not bad. That's why you're good it's looking. <clears throat> well, and you can help me with stuff. I I care about that a little bit. So, um, it says that the threes are self-assured, charming, ambitious, competent, energetic, and they can also be status conscious and highly driven for advancement. They are diplomatic and poised, but can also be overly concerned with their image and what others think of them. Ugly, but (laughs) true. They typically have problems with workaholism and competitiveness. Uh-oh. Would you agree? I would say that we can't play games unless we're on the same team, if that is any indicator. <laughs> I'll never You're forget. You're going to talk about. Yeah, your, your family vacation that I joined. Yes. Yeah, we went to the beach. You're and my family. I went with Haley's family to their beach vacation. This was several <laughs> years ago, probably 10 years ago. And we were at the, we were staying in these condos on the beach, and we decided we were going to play tennis. Yeah, my uncle bought us two uh, rackets and yeah. taught us a few of the basic moves. So we start playing tennis, and lightheartedly, it's her and I against each other. And your, I think your uncle and his son were playing on like the court next to us, mm-hmm. and you and I started to Something go, turn. Oh, it turned and south. And I do believe that it always starts and ends with you beginning to <laughs> smack talk. I love smack talk that I can't back up. <laughs> <laughs> That's her go-to phrase. <laughs> and boy, I, will she just talk you to death. You think you're going to play it cool? You think you've got it together? She can't bring you down? She will. Yeah, I don't stop. Right under your skin. I have zero skill in the sport, maybe, but I'm going to talk to you like I have the most skill and you suck. Well, <laughs> that, yeah. And, so I'd and we say got you want- huge, I remember we got in such a yeah, bad we fight. Did. When we came back to the condo, your mom and dad she had been like, making what dinner. What the hell just happened? Your mom was like, that's it. Girls, Haley, you go in this room. Amanda, you go in this room. And then she like came and talked to us. And I was like, us. Mom, I'm 24. Don't <laughs> tell me to go to my room. <laughs> and she was like, that's it. New rule for vac- the vacation. If we play a game, Haley and Amanda have to be on the same, same team. team. So then we started playing doubles with your uncle and his son. Yeah, and boy, <laughs> did she shit talk him. <laughs> and we, we never won. Yeah, uh, Amanda. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, competitive family games for me, like even with my own family, it's horrible. I remember when Maris came to meet my family for the first time, we played our family card game, which is called Nerds, which is a very fun game. Nerds to play that on the first date. It was not the first date, but it was the first time he was meeting my parents, and I yelled at him when he wasn't moving fast oh, enough. No. And my and parents it was his first time to play this game that you've <laughs> been playing since you were a child. Yes, and my parents were like, uh, "Maris, we're so sorry, um, Amanda. He's just learning the game." I was like, "I know, I'm sorry. I just I got too worked up." And he was like, "This but is it, what." But I'm if you can't speed it up, you're change out. teams. <laughs> Oh, also, I sound like a horrible no, person. you're not. Also, Amanda helps me sometimes when I paint, and I call her my PM. I'm the project manager. Yeah, because she's a three. She's an achiever. Girl's going to set some goals and get them. Yeah, we meet all of our goals, too. I'm like, yeah, and Haley will be like, pushes I, me too hard, though. <laughs> Haley's like, I'm done for the day. I'm like, if you don't finish this left corner, we're not leaving. <laughs> 
No dinner for you. <laughs> and you'll you'll hear when you read my Enneagram that I'm the one that needs you to do that. Yeah. So that's these things like basic fear of being worthless. Oh, no. That's sad and serious. I know. And here's the thing about Enneagram is like it, it really it's helpful because you learn about I mean, you learn about things you need to work on, you know, because it, it kind of like surfaces things where you're like, that is really where that stems from. And so if 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 my big fear is being worthless, then that's something that I need to find worth in myself. Well, and I feel like they talk about how this one, your Enneagram shows what your best self can be and what your gift is that you uniquely bring to the world, which is special. Right. And then there's, if you're not, if you're not stepping into that full capacity, then you might be doing these things, which is kind of the flip of the coin or the, you know, other edge of the sword. <laughs> right. And it says at, at my best, if I'm at my best self, oh, okay. I'm self-accepting, authentic, everything um, they seem to be are like role models who inspire others. So true. Also. And and a, a three's basic desire is to feel valuable and worthwhile. So it's always awesome. always trying to like put yourself out there. Someone else who's a three is Lady Gaga. <gasps> oh wow, she doesn't um, care about her image though. <laughs> <laughs> um, Augustus Caesar. How would they even know all this? I don't know. Oh, um. Anyways, so they have some they have some celebrities on there. So. We're going to move on to Haley's personality type. Mm, let's skip it. No, we're not going to. Haley right. is the Lord's number <laughs> seven. <laughs> <laughs> She's the Lord's number. Seven is the enthusiast. Hey, oh. Which, y'all, this is so pump, pump, freaking pump Haley. Yeah, she's the hype man. Okay, so your little description is the busy, uh -oh. variety-seeking type spontaneous, versatile, and scattered. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> takes a turn. It really takes There's a turn. There's that sharp side of the when sword. you least expect it. Um, so you're extroverted, optimistic, playful, high-spirited, and you can be practical. They can also misapply their many talents, becoming overextended, scattered, undisciplined. But at their best, they focus their talents on worthwhile goals, becoming appreciative, joyous, ooh, that's nice, and satisfied. What do you, do you think that all that's true about me? Oh my God, 100%. 100%. You're mm. like the cheerleader. Everyone loves to be around you. You bring mm. like joy to every situation. But... But even like your negative thing, isn't that negative? What's my ne Yeah, being scattered and overextended and then I don't do anything well. Yeah, that's but, terrifying. But, but that's at your worst and you're not at your worst. Oh. Whew. At your best, they're focused and they focus their talents on worthwhile goals, which you do. Ha Haley, well, and I stay focused because my best friend's a three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Haley is. If if y'all don't know, she's an amazing. If you listen to the episode with Allie Kay, who's also a muralist and painter, Haley is an amazing painter. And that's very nice. Thanks. And she's a muralist, and you can follow her on her Instagram at Haley Ryan. Unbelievable work. She's a fine art artist and muralist. She does amazing That's things. Nice. So you do focus your talents on worthwhile goals because you have a really great talent. 
Well, thank you. I'm also interested in a whole bunch of things. Well, and <clears throat> your fear is of being deprived. You're a FOMO. And that, yes, that I is am, you. Y'all, I am. I have tons of FOMO. It kills me. And you know what's horrible for FOMO? Freaking quarantine. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Haley, Haley's definitely FOMO. She's like, Amanda, should I do this? Because what if I do this and then I'll miss out on this? Like, what if something better is around the corner? <laughs> and I'm like, just go to this grocery store. Mm-hmm. There won't be a better one down the road. <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah, you, you have FOMO for sure. Yeah. You're always like you get indecisive about I'm it. I'm really indecisive. But I just want I just want the best, you know, that's all. And then sometimes I end up with nothing. <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. I mean, I ended up with the best, best friend. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, geez. There's that self-confidence coming in hot. She's a winner. She's achieved. I have achieved the enthusiast as my best friend. So let's talk about our compatibility three and seven. So this is pretty cool. On the Enneagram Institute website, which is enneagraminstitute.com, when you click, like you take the test, you find out your type, you can read about your type, and at the end, it says compatibility with other types. Also, really quick side note, I know that we talk about our favorite podcast, one of them, Brene Brown's Unlocking yeah, Us. Yeah. She has an episode, I am i don't remember his name, but someone who is he's a, a... He's an expert, an expert on Enneagram. Yes, and he goes through every number, and it's so insightful. I thought it was super interesting because I loved it. you kind of... Ha- have almost every number in your life like with family members and Mm -hmm. it's pretty interesting to kind of I mean it's not good to type people but be I I got while I was listening to it I was like ooh, I think my dad's a yeah this or my mom's a this it helps you understand how you interact with others as yourself like what about that person is bringing this out in you and vice versa right okay so the combination of the three and the seven. Give it to me. What each type brings to the relationship. This is a highly, I'm reading this off the website. Oh my gosh. We're word for word. So far, we're high. This is a highly complimentary pair. <gasps> Both types are self-assertive, have high energy, and are outgoing and capable of being around people with relative ease. Both types bring optimism, a future orientation, the sense of possibility and renewal oh to my. their relationships and to enterprises they become involved <gasps> in. We um, should start something together. <laughs> threes can work alone more easily than sevens, although both are stimulated by interacting with people and both can be excellent communicators of their ideas and values. Both are persuasive and articulate. You're welcome. (laughs) Why we started a podcast. You love this. Often (laughs) lively and attractive, making them sought after company. You're welcome. Both have a youthful orientation such that they feed off each other's energy. No other couple is as vivacious or gregarious (gasps) as the three seven couple. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy. I'm so proud. This is probably the highest energy combination of types, and they wholeheartedly engage in lots of activities, plans, and projects with the emphasis on attaining the good life. (gasps) We should have named our podcast The Good Life. Haley, but how? That is us. Oh my gosh. 
It's the a, the you, focus is on social ability, going out, having adventures together, oh and on man, realizing had adventures. on realizing possibilities, and on finding personal fulfillment. Okay, on a serious note, yeah, don't make me cry. I know. I I mean, like on a serious note, your our friendship, Haley. Don't look <laughs> at me when I talk. Our friendship to me, we we've met when we were kids, like we were teeny boppers. Mm-hmm. So we've been best friends for seventeen years this year. That's right. And so our friendship, like this is putting in words exactly what I've always known is that our adventure has always been like anytime I've been with you, I feel like I can do anything. Mm -hmm. I feel like our options are endless together specifically. Yeah. Not just like you make me feel good about myself, like specifically together, we could do anything. I've got goosebumps. Yeah. And you make, we make everything feel like an adventure. We make everything feel important and Mm -hmm. just silly and fun. And it's definitely the achievement of my life. That is very sweet. And I feel the exact same way. I always say that, you know, it's, uh, I think my friendship with you is like the thing I'm the most proud of in my, in my whole life because you know, I mean, you achieve stuff or whatever, you'd know. (laughs) (laughs) But this is something that, like, I feel like has been in my life the longest. It's the thing that, like, I would want when I have children. It's the thing that I would want to tell them about. And all the things we've done together. Yeah, and and I I agree with you. It's like, we have, when we're together, there's like this explosion of possibility. And I don't know why. I don't know where that comes from. I just feel yeah. luck, lucky to be a part of it. And and sometimes I feel like, how in the world did we collide? Yeah, I don't know. And why are we so special? Well, we're special for each other. That's for sure. And, and I wish that everyone could know a friendship like this, but I just don't think it exists everywhere. <laughs> and I'm telling the truth. <laughs> I um I love that it says we have an emphasis on attaining the good life because I feel like that's all you and I like we're everything's a celebration we're trying to always live the good life and it's not even like we're it's not even the forefront of our minds it's just what we're after I don't know yeah and <laughs> we can try to have something normal going on but it'll turn into something special definitely and, and then if you and sometimes I'm feeling like I'm living the goodest life you can the live goodliest. and then if you look at our lives on paper, they're pretty regular. <laughs> <laughs> but every day feels so special. It does. That's why we wrote that song, Mundane. Mm-hmm. There, we have a song on our record, Spiraling Minds. It's called Mundane. And it says, it's the mundane every day that we call special. Mm-hmm. It's so sweet. It is sweet. I love it. So I got to find a three. <laughs> I know. Well, but also. Uh-oh. What are, how are three and threes together? I don't, I don't know. Oh, Maybe Jesus. I would hate if you would got you with hate a three. Yourself? <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But one of the things, um, one of the things, I, oh, I, one thing I wanted to share on this episode, since it's about you and I and our, our, our personalities and a little bit about our story, I wanted to share about how we first met. Cause okay. I think, I think it's really cool. So Haley and I, we started this podcast and it is around joy and inspiration. Like that's kind of what, when we interview people and we talk, like that's the theme, that's the topic. Ha, ah. Ha, ah moments make you laugh, make you go, ah, inspired. Interesting. So 
what's what's interesting is this year Haley and I started reading this book by Simon Sinek called Find Your Why and highly 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 recommend it it's super insightful um because the whole idea is that once you know your why you whatever you go after as long as your why is getting met and you're accomplishing that aspect whatever you do is good because you're yeah, and like your your what and your how and all of that and your when all of that it kind of just lines up and it it it's kind of just secondary because everything that you do if you want it to be successful and meaningful has to tie to your why yeah and so we did it separately and mine was really around joy and what's funny is um when Haley and I met so 17 years ago like I said we we grew up in church my dad's a pastor. I was super involved in youth group. And um, Haley, you you were like really into sports, so you weren't always around. Like I didn't I don't remember seeing you a lot, but I would see but you I, sometimes. But I went pretty uh, regularly. Yeah, but you were and you were you're a couple years older than me too, so it was we just weren't in the same circles. Yeah. You were real sporty and I was just, you know, real wearing makeup. <laughs> and I was on the praise team. Anyways. so I of course went to this retreat that I I was going to everything they ever did and I couldn't go I was in a softball tournament (laughs) (laughs) and so anyways it's like youth group night and the youth pastor is like I would really like for one of our students to share on the mic about their experience at this retreat and he calls me up there and I was like oh great um, because actually I didn't find the retreat that great. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. It was weird. It was super religious and it was like kind of at a weird, anyways, that's beside the point. I just didn't really, there wasn't like some great spiritual moment. I thought like churchy moment, I mm-hmm. guess. But on this trip, I remember it was kind of, I, and I, I don't remember exact details, but there was a revelation for me on this trip. Like something happened and I had an internal realization with, my, with myself that I felt like I knew what my purpose was. And um, it was like, it was in the church service. The worship was going on. I didn't want to be a part of it. So like I went and sat down in the back and I was... I was just kind of like, I guess, in a more meditative, like prayerful state. Um, And I just was, I really felt like my purpose was about being a joyful person and bringing joy to others. And and that was like a really big realization for me that I was going to be a person of optimism and the glass half full and not be a person that harped on the negative harped on what was lacking and so whenever he pulled me up on stage I I said these things I explained that moment because it wasn't really about the retreat it was like a kind of a personal moment but I shared it and then afterwards Haley comes up to me and we we hadn't really met no we had just you know like paths, yeah and like very surface yes encounters but when she was talking on stage something it and it's hard for me too because I know you can't really remember exactly what you said and neither can I but I there was something that you said and I remember the word joy 
and it lit something inside of me. And it's one of the only times I've, I could say that I felt that way about meeting someone or about what someone said. And I knew instantly that I had to know you and be in your life. So, so she comes up to me and she says, Hey, I'm, I'm, I know we don't know each other that well, but I'm, you know, I'm Haley Yale. And, and I said, Oh, Hey, yeah, I do know you. And, and you said, I just wanted to say everything you said tonight about wanting to live in a joyful way and I wish I knew exactly what I said because it was kind of profound for both of us. It wasn't like I, I wasn't just like, I want to live joyful. It was something about the yeah. disposition and approaching life in this different perspective. But I, I think that it is something to be said for that the only thing I remember and that I you remember and that you remember is the word joy. Right. And so she said, whenever you said that, it did something inside of me and I want to live that way and I want joy to be my purpose and I think you and I should be friends and um be keep each other accountable on living this way yeah like partners in crime kind of and I you know I'm a pastor's kid and a lot of people would be would say stuff like that and not stuff like that but be like oh we could be friends and and uh so I was like okay yeah let's exchange numbers okay like Sure, let's keep each other accountable, prayer partner. And uh, <laughs> so rude. Well, but then, but I get it. I get it. <laughs> but y'all, this is the best part. Oh God! Is we I we exchanged numbers, and I'll never forget. Like two days later, my mom and I went to um, see Thirteen Going on Thirty, the movie with Jennifer Gardner, whatever. And I have like a missed call, a voicemail from a number I, I don't know. We get in the car and I put, I play the voicemail on speakerphone with my mom, and it's this. It's Haley like this. I'm scared. Hello, this is Emma from a Donated Toe Foundation. <laughs> it's kind of like Toys for Tots, but it's Toes for Tots. Toes. Toes for the nations. <laughs> So we'd love for you to give us a toe nation. And it, she went on and I on. I can't believe my, that even. Where did I think of that? I don't know. But it was in this accent. It was holding. My mom and I were crying. <laughs> Prank so, called her, y'all. <laughs> so I get home and I call her back. And we stayed like on the phone the entire night, I think. We were on the phone for hours. And I was like, hours. oh my gosh, you're a three. I'm a seven. We're the most <laughs> vivacious couple. <laughs> but after that moment, like after that moment yeah, we talked, over. We ne- we've been inseparable. Yeah. And I remember that the next day at school, I went and told all my friends that um, my life had changed the night before because I had met my best friend. And I remember the date because I knew that my life changed. And I know that's crazy to say, like, my life changed. But, well, but I it knew- wasn't because you met your best friend. No, I get no, I just knew something. It was a pivotal yes, moment. I knew something important happened the night before and my life would be different yeah and, and that's you like told a lot of people that yeah and and I knew that the date was April 28th and we to this day still celebrate our friendiversary and if you have a best friend you should do the same so that's that's kind of I don't know if you guys care about it. that I love talking about it and hearing it because it's it's, it's all sweet. It's all these years later, and it's it's the core of who we are, mm-hmm. you know, and and that something I feel like cosmic, which sounds dramatic, happened when I 
met you and when you said those words, I just think like, well, and I just love that joy is what brought us together. And that's how we live together. It's special. But (laughs) here's the cool part is Maris, my husband, who I who I just <laughs> married. We we haven't even been married a year. Love and Maris. Love and Maris. <laughs> His Enneagram type is type 12, the invisible. <laughs> and <laughs> let me just read, read you what yeah. that the Institute says. Yeah, the Enneagram yep. Institute says type 12 is the invisible. <laughs> They love technology and to produce things. Okay, I'd agree with that. They yes. love grilling outside. I, can you oh believe that? No. He's a grill master. Yes, that's He's so crazy. 99% of our meals through quarantine on oh the grill. God. Grill, please. <laughs> and this is the craziest part. His most compatible type <laughs> is a three. That's you. Who's best friends with a seven? <laughs> <laughs> He's living his truth. Oh, he is living his truth. Maris, type 12, baby. Oh my gosh. And we are a triple threat, I tell you what. I mean, he just joined right into this little mess. Yep, and just never see him or hear from him. Never seen him. He just, somehow there's grilled food everywhere. And that song he's been working on is just. My God, don't even. Just it's uh, invisible too. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it all is lining up. It's all making sense, and that's going to take us right into our segment <clears throat> called "What Haley and Amanda are Saying About What Maris Is Saying About Sports." All right, guys. So Maris is saying he dropped some info on us. He's saying that they are talking about monetizing college sports and like paying the athletes they don't pay them (laughs) hold on they don't pay college athletes but they make so much money with college sports yeah like college sports make so much money using those poor boys okay but then listen to this what if they like think about though if these 19 year old boys are making millions of dollars and and they're in college like maybe their parents should i don't know it's very interesting or they put it in a trust fund maris what's his side of it do you know no i feel like he he understands both sides but Guess we'll see. I mean, they may not even play this year. They're still talking about that because yeah, several how? players on several of the big SEC teams have COVID. Did you just say SEC? SEC. Yeah, it's what a. What does that even mean? Oh God, don't. You said the acronym so confident. No, three. SEC championship. It's, I know. It's a. It's, a, it's a sports equipment no champion no it, it's no southeastern <gasps> no i don't know but it's 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 a certain group of so teams that play against each other all right and so there's other groups i don't know there i just know, know his those. team is an sec oh, yeah. that's okay. the only reason i know it he, he's a georgia bulldogs fan and actually <laughs> <laughs> Haley and i are not sports fans really 
but, but we get on board. We're well, it's our energy. Yeah. It's our vivacious connection. Our energy. M- we Maris, take it with us everywhere. Maris is a huge Georgia Bulldogs fan to the point where when they played in the big championship game, <laughs> no, like the big. Oh final championship against Alabama a couple years ago. Remember it when we went to the Capitol Pub? Yes. And, and we, you and I were standing we on the bar like, screaming. Like we were, it was our alma mater. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we learned the song with everyone and we were singing it like it was our alma mater. Yes. And then we get so excited and try to high five Maris, but he's way bigger than us and it would hurt our He hands. almost broke our wrists. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's what Haley and Amanda have to say about what Maris has to say about sports. Okay, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. It was kind of a fun one getting to know Haley and I a little bit better. We are going to probably post a bunch about ourselves. I mean, wait for it. We'll just tag ourselves and... And make sure you're following along our Instagram at... Or while I'm on a walk. Yep, me too. And I Actually, I listen to podcasts while I paint. It's so nice. And sometimes like when I'm going on a long drive to, mm-hmm. you know, like up in yeah. the suburbs or something to see my parents. <laughs> but you're going to say something exotic. <laughs> a long drive, you know, up in to the, the suburbs. suburbs of Dallas. So you guys tag us. Uh, share our podcast if you like it. Uh, leave reviews if you like it. We're so happy to be doing this. So um, all those things really help us out if you share it and get um, more people aware of what we're doing. But tune in next Monday. We're, we're going to be here. We'll be here talking <laughs> about new about stuff. S- about stuff Maris is talking about sometimes. <laughs> so thank you for listening to the Haley and Amanda, Amanda podcast. podcast. Live, Live a party, party, y'all.